Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Or girl will come to know you as their savior and we say hallelujah, bless your holy name, amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. God is so worthy of praise. Amen. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord one more time, right? Hallelujah. Let me just share something with you in Psalms 145. Uh, and, And this is David's praise to the Lord. He says, I lift you high in praise, my God, O my King. And he says, I'll bless your name into eternity. And I'll bless you every day and keep it up from now on until eternity. God is magnificent. And he can never be praised enough. Do you agree with that? Amen. Amen. For there are no boundaries to his greatness. Generation after generation stand in awe of his works. Each one tells stories of his mighty acts. And he is so worthy of our praise. Amen. Amen. He is worthy of all of our praise. And he deserves our praise. Amen. 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 For there is no God like our God. He's worthy. And he gets all the glory. He gets all the honor. And he gets all of our praise. Come on and stand with me and lift your hands before in the presence of of our King, our Lord. For he is worthy. Amen. Come on, lift your hands up before our God, our King. He's worthy. He is worthy. Oh, God, we give you praise this morning. But there's no one like you, Lord, and you deserve all of our glory, all of the glory, all of the honor and praise. My hallelujah belongs to you. 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 For you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve Come on and sing with me. My hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. Come on and open your mouth and sing. My hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah. My hallelujah. 
the glory, it belongs to you. And we say hallelujah, all the glory, it all belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Come on and lift your voices up unto the Lord. For he deserves all of the glory, all the honor and praise. Hallelujah. We give you praise today. Hallelujah. There's no one greater than you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. And we serve a great and mighty God. Amen. We serve a great and mighty God, right? We serve a great and mighty and holy and righteous God. No one can compare to his glory. No one can compare to his greatness. There's no one that can fight a battle and win like him. Amen. Amen. So let's sing great and mighty is he. Amen. Great and mighty is he. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands. Everybody say Glory, your red and splendor, 
Let us lift his name on high. Let us lift his name on high. Celebrate his grace. Celebrate his grace. For he has redeemed us. For he has redeemed us. And he reigns on high. And he reigns on high. One more time. Let us lift his name on high. Celebrate his grace. Celebrate his grace. For he has redeemed us. For he has redeemed us. serve a great and mighty God. Amen. Hallelujah to the to the Lamb of God. Blessings and peace and joy to all of you this morning. I am excited to be here today. Um, I want to give honor to my pastor in his absence and honor to my God. Amen. Yes. Um, my scripture this morning Y'all can be seated. It's short. It's a short scripture. I know we should stand for the word, but uh, I got a short scripture for you this morning. Because I don't want to be long. Amen. So my scripture will come from John 10, verse 27, and it reads My sheep listen to my voice, I know them. And they follow me. 
You see, let me, let me tell you, I, as I'm going through life and my walk with God, I don't know about you, but sometimes I wonder which voice it was I was hearing. How do I know if it's God that I'm hearing? If it's Satan that I'm hearing? Or am I just talking to myself? Or is it just my conscience playing games on me? Or is it God trying to get through to me? I wonder, as I said, is it God's voice? Is it, is it Satan's voice? Is it my flesh speaking to me? I mean, I would seek the Lord's guidance about decisions I had to make concerning family, finances, jobs, relationships, education or vacation. And I wondered when they don't go the way that were favorable, if you will, or as I thought they would, when the voice I heard said they would, I wondered whose voice was it? Now, saints, I'm committed to doing the right things. I prayed about it. I asked God to show me, to assure me, train me to know how to identify his voice and let his voice lead, amen, and guide me. Hallelujah. You know, one day we feel we should go in one direction. The next day we feel we should go in another direction. It seems if the voice we hear tells us something different every day and the result becomes frustration and confusion. We wonder how we can know positively whose voice it is. You see, saints, Jesus made it clear here in John 10, 27 that be the believer's normal experience is to listen and hear God accurately. He says it, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. So I wanted to work on some things that would help me to be able to distinguish whose voice is speaking. And more than that, whose voice am I listening to? And which voice is guiding me? Amen? And making those decisions for me in my life. Is it Percy's flesh making the decisions? Is it Satan, the ruler of darkness of this world's principalities, evils, powers that be? Is it a demonic spirit speaking to me? Or is it God speaking to me? Is it my shepherd, Jesus Christ, speaking to me? So saints, what I did is this. I did some research on some things through scripture that would help us and help me to know that would confirm to me that it was God speaking to me. You see, I had to humble myself, not rely on my flesh or what I thought. Saints, identifying who's doing the talking is essential if we are to listen accurately. I wanted to rely on what the word says. So if I could share with you all this morning just a few minutes and speak from the topic, whose voice is it? Would y'all say that with me? Whose voice is it? Come on, say it again. Whose voice is it? 
You see, if we as believers walking in the Spirit understand the meaning of the cross and allow the Holy Spirit to fill us and live through us, then it should be easy for us to distinguish whether the voice we hear is of God, the flesh, or the devil. Let me say that the natural walk of a child of God, of a Christian spirit-filled, committed believer is such that when God speaks, we can identify his voice. So here, let's get into the meat. Or let me share my first point with you, if you will. My first point is this. God's voice is always consistent with the word and clashes with fleshly nature. Let me explain. My brothers and sisters, God's voice will never tell us to engage in any activity or relationship that is inconsistent with the Holy Scripture. For example, I hear people say that it's hard for them to pray because they feel guilty or when they pray, they feel so guilty and condemned. They imagine God pointing his finger at them and have difficulty in asking him for anything. And let me say this. If our sins are confessed, our lives are clean as far as we know and we're not involved in any disobedience and we still feel guilty and condemned then that voice is strictly from the devil and we know this to be true because Paul tells us in Romans 8 1 therefore there is now no condemnation for those now who are in Christ Jesus you see the accusing voice is totally inconsistent with the written word of God Thus the guilt is false and is a dark satanic condemnation. Saints, this is why if we neglect the word of God and don't build it into our lives, when Satan comes along, we're too easily deceived. My brothers and sisters, let me say this if you will. Our almighty God never tells us to do anything to contradict his word. The better we know his word, the better we understand his word. The more we live by his word, we will be able to identify and hear and follow his speaking voice. So let me tell you, if you're in the process of making a decision about a relationship, go to the word of God and see what he says about a relationship. If you're in the process of making a decision about finances, go to the word of God and see what he says about your finances. If you're in the process of buying a house, go to the word of God and see what he says. Whatever you need, some portion of scripture can offer you godly guidance. Amen? If what you hear in prayer is not consistent with scripture, then what you hear is not God. It is another voice that is of Satan and the host or that of the flesh. Amen? You see, the voice of God will never include any data that violates the principles of Scripture. And let me add another thing to this point. I found out about God's word. It conflicts with human wisdom, although there are exceptions. Usually when God requires something of you, it will clash with what you consider to be natural, reasonable course of action. Y'all remember Jesus said that if a fellow strikes you on one cheek, you should turn the other. In Matthew 5, 39, he tells us that now, that's not logical. That's not humanly logical, reasonable for us. Remember, 
Jesus also said that if someone wants to, you to go a mile, you should cheerfully go two miles. And that's not humanly reasonable either. Saints, the prophet Isaiah put it this way. In Isaiah 58, 8 through 9, he writes, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heaven is, heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. You know, Jesus usually did the opposite of what people expected. And saints, if we feel the tug of the world and what we hear from God seems reasonable or rational, I'm just saying maybe we want to check it out. That's not to say God does not utilize human wisdom. My brothers and sisters, he does. But on many occasions, God's voice will ask us to do or accomplish something that seems quite illogical to our national and rational minds, I should say. Proverbs 3, 5. The Bible tells us to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understandings. And you see, this was so when God told Abraham to sacrifice his son. Abraham could have reasoned that this command was of the devil. That God would never tell him to do such a thing. But it was God. He knew God's voice. He trusted God's voice. He obeyed God's voice. And God continued to multiply Abraham's seed through his son Isaac just as he had promised him. And y'all remember Joshua and the Israelites, Joshua chapter 6. And God commanded them in an unusual way to go to war and conquer the land which he had promised them. Look what God tells them to do. March around Jericho six days, six times, and then on the seventh day, march around seven times. You remember the verse 16 says, and it came to pass at the seventh time when the priests blew the trumpets, Joshua said unto his people, shout for the Lord has given you the city. And the walls of Jericho came down. And saints, when we as disciples of Christ, when we learn to identify that it is his voice, amen, the walls in our life, the Jericho walls in our life, will also fall down. Also, God's voice will clash with fleshly nature. God will never tell us to do anything that gratifies flesh. I don't mean to say that God isn't in favor of fun, saints. He is, but he favors fun in the right way that pleases him, brings wholesome fulfillment to him. God does not favor instantaneous gratification of the flesh. If what we hear urges us to gratify the flesh, to forget what everyone else says, to do as we please. Saints, if we go by that saying we like to use, y'all know what I'm talking about. That's the way I am. Then we should know that it isn't of God. He doesn't speak in those terms. God always speaks in such a way that results, please, the spirit of God. Amen. 
the spirit of God within us saints he doesn't speak to where he pleases our flesh the old carnal nature is part of our fierce physical lives saints but it is to be under the control of the Holy Spirit and y'all know that's all about surrendering self amen we are to satisfy the yearnings of the spirit his voice satisfying his voice will build up and edify us spiritually when I satisfy his voice spiritually mentally it draws me into more of an intimate relationship with my father oh thank you Jesus I found hear him correctly and clearly, clearly required me to surrender what my fleshly wants it required me to surrender my fleshly needs my fleshly thoughts my fleshly walk if I was to be able to hear him clearly amen I had to stop listening to my flesh and all those other voices you see it's not about my fleshly wants or nature it's not about me God did not put me here just for me it is to glorify him and love others and do for others if we look at our present society it continually appeals to the fleshly nature Y'all look at the television shows, the magazines, the internet, the different music devices, all and, and, and all of that rules that, that are about God, all of the rules that are about our Savior. They have been omitted from our schools and our government buildings. My brothers and sisters, when God's voice speaks, it calls for you and I to listen to a voice that always seeks the benefit of others as well as ourselves a voice that requires substantial faith to hear I ask again whose voice is it my second point is challenge to faith our father in heaven is always challenging our faith and in doing so he builds our relationship with him and helps us grow into intimacy with him when we give up our petition to the Lord saints we pray we should always ask ourselves if they would challenge our faith you see not every decision we make will necessarily call for great faith but in making those decisions in which we aren't sure we are hearing from God the origin of the voice when Jesus was on earth he was always looking for people to respond in faith he could just speak and they would be healed. But in many instances, his voice required an act of faith on our part to comprehend what he was revealing. You remember Matthew 8 when the Roman officer came and pleaded with Jesus. Jesus said, come and I will heal him. Just say the word from where you are and he would heal his servant. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed turning to those who followed him he said I tell you the truth I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel and you remember Mark 5 chapter 5 where a woman in the crowd suffered for 12 years constantly bleeding you remember she touched the hem of his garment and by her faith she was healed and oh yes the Gentile woman in Matthew 15 whose daughter was possessed by a demon that tormented her severely Jesus 
didn't even reply, but when he goes to tell her, goes on to tell her, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. But when the woman came and worshiped him, pleading, Lord, help me, Jesus granted her wish, and her daughter was instantly healed. Whose voice is it? My third point when you're listening, it takes courage. Since when God speaks, often his words will call for an act of courage on our part. You see, probably nowhere is this courage more amplified in the book than in the book of Joshua. You see, Joshua was faced with a staggering mission of getting hordes of rumbling, complaining Israelites across the Jordan River. Joshua, the first chapter says in a space of nine verses God exhorted Joshua to spiritual courage no less than three times he says be strong and of good courage he says in verse seven then it says only be strong and very courageous then he goes on and tells them again in verse nine have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage I would say that Joshua needed to be encouraged to obey God's command wouldn't you and that is no less today we stand in need of inner valor and courage to stand firm in our faith and believe what God says to us even though we don't understand it even though we can't see it in our human wisdom saints I encourage us today to have the courage to stand firm and believe if we are to accomplish the works God has assigned to us you see the disciples needed courage to respond to Jesus command to follow me Paul needed courage to preach to those who had once hated him Gideon needed courage to defeat his adversary the Midianites David needed courage to defeat the Philistines in the valley and Philip the deacon needed courage to leave Samaria, go to the desert, and speak to the Ethiopian who he had never met, never seen. Whenever God speaks, the fulfillment of his plan hinges in some degree on whether we respond with confidence, respond with a timid spirit, or with courage. And a courageous saint spirit saints we need to respond to him in a courageous spirit his voice leads us not into timidity but into bold discipleship and bold witness so as I close here today I just wanted to let you know a few more things about our savior you see, I don't know whose voice it is. I don't know whose voice it is. But when I hear God's voice, I wanted us to remind us today of these things that will help us. You see, God's voice is obedient. God's voice is faithful. God's voice leads us amen 
God's voice. And I want to talk about the template we can use to fashion ourselves and to listen to God's voice. There was a man called Jesus. And God sent him to this earth to save our souls. And he listened to that voice. You know, he was tried and tested. The devil came to him. And what did he do? He went to scripture. When he felt weak, he called on God. And God strengthened him. Amen. So I want to encourage y'all today. The voice that you hear. Make it clear that it's God's voice before you make that move. Make it sure that it's God's voice before you make that decision. Because, oh, I thank my Savior. Because he had not made that choice. If he had not listened to God's voice, we would all be lost. Amen. You know, sometimes I just like to call his name. I just like to call on his name. When everything seems to not be coming clear to me, I like to call on his name. When it seems the decisions that I'm making are not right, I like to call on his name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, y'all help me. Jesus, Jesus. Sometime when I'm weak, and I don't seem to be able to know what way to turn. I listened. I listened to his scripture. I listened to his voice. And he gives me the right decision. Oh, come on and say it with me. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, I'm talking about him. How many know he is? Come on, come on, say it with me again. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. So y'all learn to listen to that voice. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The voice that has no stress. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The voice that has no anxiety in it. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. What's his name? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, I like to call on my Savior's name. What's his name? What's his name? Jesus, Jesus. You know what? I got to say this. Because if there was a time that I couldn't even walk straight up. I remember coming in here with canes and I've had so many back surgeries 
There's so many appliances in my back today. But I'm here to tell you, I know him as a healer. I know him as a healer. Oh, I knew him as a healer. Did anybody here know him as a healer? Say it with me, healer, healer. I know he could heal your body. Oh Lord. You know, Jesus sees So let me tell you this, just I'm gonna be quick. And this is all in the sermon about listening to his voice. Because I can remember. In 2017, after several back surgeries, and I didn't want to have any more, but I was still in so much pain. And as I laid on my bed one night, not able to sleep, I could hear his voice telling me, I'm going to take care of you. You're going to be all right. So let me tell you, I get up the next morning, and I walk out, and I sit in my recliner, and I turn on the television station, and there's a commercial about a doctor that does invasive back surgery. And it is because I listened to what he told me that I can stand here today and call on the name of Jesus. Amen. Y'all receive it this morning. Go on and give the Lord a hand clap. Bless your name, Lord. Come on, Minister Ethel. heard the word the one we can trust this is your opportunity that if you do not know the voice of the Lord if you have not received him as your savior this is your opportunity to say I yield I'm ready to listen is there anyone here who has not really turned your lives over to the Lord. If there is, raise your hand and someone will come to you. Anyone ready to receive the Lord? And if you're online and you're ready to receive him as your Lord and Savior, just type in a word and we'll get back to you. That's the Lord we serve. If you already have received him as your savior and you want to become a part of this portion of the vineyard, raise your hand and someone will come to you. Or online, just type in a word and you shall receive him. We will get back to you. Is uh, Sister Shannon Tace in the building? Sister Shannon Taste. Okay. Okay, thank you. Sharon, I'm sorry. Thank you. Sister Sharon Tate. 
This is a membership certificate for Sister Sharon Tate. Thank you for correcting me, Sister Kim. <laughs> One day I'll get it right. <laughs> okay, thank you. Before the benediction, I want to remind everyone that uh, there are two ways of giving. One is Giveify, tap Give Once, or Cash App, dollar sign MC, excuse me, M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C, or you can drop it off to the deacons who will be in the parking lot. As you leave, you can also drop your offering in the basket. And thank you for your generosity. Please, those who are in the building, remain seated until after the benediction, and the ushers will direct you. Mountain Meeting will have a video for those who are watching. Praise God. Now, unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Please follow the direction of the ushers. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.